Matt Schau from Jared Smola from DraftSharks.com here to talk in-season roster management strategy. So you've already crushed your draft to this point, or maybe if you didn't use our help, maybe you struggled a little bit following your draft. That doesn't mean either way that your season is set to go down its directed path. You still need to manage that team, or you still have time to fix your team if you've got some holes heading in. So that's why we're going to run through some in-season strategies on this particular pod, Jared. Number one, of course, is setting your best lineup every week. And duh, I mean, I think everybody knows that they want to set their best lineup every week. But like I said, it's not just, hey, I drafted this team. I love it. Now I can just, this is my starting lineup for the rest of the season. Unless somebody gets hurt, I can forget about it. So how does one go about setting their best lineup? You're going to want to use the team intel page on DraftSharks.com. And what that's going to give you is we do detailed player projections every single week during the season. We're factoring in injuries, usage, matchups, all that stuff to, to, you know, project out these players. And then we're taking those projections. We're applying them to your exact league scoring system to give you a point projection for that player each week. You can see all that stuff very quickly on your My Team page. The players will be ranked in order of highest projection to lowest. But it's not just the baseline projection. Our projections are 3D baseline, floor, and ceiling. So if you want a safer player, look at the floor projections. If you want uh, you know, more of a, a higher upside guy, maybe more risk, but more but a higher ceiling, look at the ceiling projections. All that stuff is sortable. You can use that again. And there's some art to setting lineups, right? You don't want all the boom bust guys. You don't want all safe guys. Maybe it depends on your matchup, too. If you think you're an underdog, maybe you do want to go with more of the higher ceiling plays. So you can see all that information right away. Again, all customized to your league scoring system on that Team Intel page. It's funny. No matter how much info we put on there, no matter how much time we put into it, you still get people who are like, all right, Matt, who should I start at wide receiver between these two guys? I'm like, listen, I'm doing the exact same thing to answer your question that you should be doing. Just go to your Team Intel page. It's going to give you a better answer than I am because I'm looking at the Team Intel Intel page. I'm putting my own bias into it. Sometimes I'm going to give you the wrong answer. So go there. A lot more goes into it than is going into my brain at the moment. Number two on in-season roster management, don't waste your bench spots. We talked about how you don't just set your starting lineup and forget it. You don't want to just have the guys on your bench be the guys on your bench that you drafted, but you're not starting every week. You got to work that waiver wire throughout the season, Jared. And then you, you want upside on that bench. You don't just want it in your starting lineup. You need upside on the bench as well, right? For, for sure. You want to be churning your bench constantly. I mean, there, there's really no need to be stashing that small slot receiver who's going to give you five catches, 40 yards every week. Like, you can get that if you need it. You need to be stashing guys with difference making upside. That is generally the handcuff running back types. We know we see it every single year. A starting running back goes down the backup comes in, gets that big volume, and that, that's what it takes to, to put up the fantasy points. You want to be stashing a lot of those guys. Rookie wide receivers are good stashes as well. But again, you really want to be focused on upside. Again, that's the ceiling projections you want to be looking at. How do you find those upside guys? The DraftSharks free agent finder. It's going to rank players for you based on our rest of season projections. Again, apply to your league scoring system, and it's going to highlight guys that we recommend adding, guys that are going to improve your bench, improve the upside on your bench. You can sort these players by their projection for the current week. If you want a you know one-week spot starter, you can sort these projections by two weeks out the following week if you're you know looking ahead or i think most importantly you can sort these uh, guys by their rest of season projections which is you know their value for the course of the season so again these projections are customized to your league scoring they're not just some you know cookie cutter free agent 
projections. They are customized to your league. And people might most often be looking at those full season projections, but I think the most important aspect is that you can choose what you need. Like maybe you just need a wide receiver this week because somebody got hurt or you're not sure if that guy's going to play and you just need an insurance option. Maybe you need a defense for next week because your league is full of people who stream defenses. So you need to look ahead and get next week's defense now. That's available. And then, of course, the rest of season just shows you what we think of players. You know, this guy is somebody I can stash on my bench, see if he actually has the upside that's projected. You know, if, he, if we find out that he doesn't in a couple weeks, we will adjust our numbers. You can adjust your roster and get the next upside guy that's available. Number three in in in-season roster management, trade to enhance your roster. So I think it's important to emphasize that, Jared, because the whole point of trading, some people just trade because they like it. Some people don't trade because they don't feel like it. Why do you trade? It's to improve your roster. And that seems obvious, but there are definitely fantasy players who are not making a trade unless they feel like they're clearly winning versus the other team. And that's not what you want to do. You, you're not trying to win a trade. You're trying to win a championship. So you want to make a trade that improves your team. Now, of course, the ideal fantasy trade involves you giving up somebody who's not going to produce as well going forward as he already has and getting somebody whose best production is ahead of him. So you're, you know, you hope you're buying low. You hope you're selling high. We deliver a report every two weeks throughout the season that tells you the players that we think are on those paths, the guys we think you should sell high, the guys we think you should buy low, and guys we think you should just hold on to because maybe it's not going great right now, but we think that it could turn around. Now, again, you're not trying to win that trade. Sometimes you just need to go beyond your comfort zone because it's the player that you need to win, even if that trade is also helping your league mate. There's nothing wrong with being nice <laughs> when you trade. Sure, I, I guess not. I guess not. Um, we have two super powerful tools on DraftTracks to help you maximize value in your trades. The first is the Trade Partner Finder. This, so this is synced up to your league, so it knows your roster. It knows the roster of every other team in your league. You can go on this Trade Partner Finder tool, enter the position you're looking to trade away and the position you're looking to acquire. The Trade Partner Finder is going to analyze the roster of every single team in your league and rank your potential trade partners based on teams that you know might have a surplus of wide receiver value but need a running back. So if you're looking for that wide receiver, you're going to see that team at the top of your Trade Partner Finder rankings. That's kind of who you want to go after when you're making that deal. The second tool is the Trade Analyzer tool. Again, synced up to your league so it knows your league scoring it knows your roster, it knows your opponent's roster. This tool is going to show you the value you'd be gaining or losing by making that trade, both for the upcoming week and for the rest of the season. And if you're in a dynasty league, it's going to factor in one, three, five, and 10-year projections. You can see maybe this trade's making me better in the short term. It's going to hurt me in the long term or vice versa. You can have all that info at your disposal to make the best trade possible for your team. Yeah, it works for redraft. It works for dynasty. And Jared, I talked about how it's okay to be nice. It doesn't mean you have to start out there. Right. Just thinking about the trade partner finder. So let's say you're looking for a wide receiver. You're looking to sell a running back. It matches you up with a team that has that wide receiver depth and needs a running back. Look at their list. You can say, um, I would accept that guy. I'm going to go for, I'm going to offer this lower guy down here just to see if I can get this deal that will help me and maybe not send away as much value as I would like to. So it, it gives you, 
not only all the tools to find the best value trade, the best trade partner, but maybe a chance to start out your offer at a lower level and see if you can, if you can win a trade, you know, all yeah. the better. The more info you have, the, the, you know, the better trades you're going to make. For simple. sure. And the more value you're adding, the better throughout. So if you're ready to take advantage of all these regular season tools and crush your league, being nice along the way, <laughs> click the link on your screen right now to get started becoming a DraftSharks Insider.